Well, hey there, Sharon Hornell from here. Today, let's talk about 10 ways to deal with unbearable feelings. Why unbearable feelings? Why did I pick this for today's topic for setup for success? For a lot of reasons. When good things happen in our life, when amazing things happen, amazing changes, windfalls, positive things, we don't have any trouble coping with those. We can cope with positive events automatically, yet it's the negative events, the unbearable losses, the unbearable situations that give us the most trouble. And we want to make sure that we're dealing with them and handling them in ways that are right for us, not just by default. You know, I, my daughter's pregnant right now, and so there's the emotional roller coaster. And I remember what that was like. If you've ever been pregnant, if you've ever been injured, if you've ever had a loss or a trauma or um, been in a court case or mediation or an illness or an accident or had pain or chronic pain or uh, been through menopause or been through any kind of a change, any, any loss, lost a job, um, lost a relationship, been heartbroken. Who among us hasn't experienced some kind of a negative experience, a negative change, a, a loss or been a victim of something in our lifetime. If you're, you know, over three, you've probably been upset about something. You know, even babies cry because they're upset about something because it isn't the way they, they want it to be. They're not feeling the way they want to feel. So how do we deal with this unbearable feelings and emotion? Emotions that we just, you know, ways of coping in situations where we doubt that we have the ability to cope. Now, the truth is you're here, you're listening to me. I'm here, I'm still here after 60 years. We've obviously figured it out, right? We've been through all kinds of situations, positive and negative, and we've figured it out. But sometimes we've figured it out and it's been a lot more painful than it's had to be. So what are some, and let's just talk about 10 ways that you can deal with these feelings, deal with the emotions in a way that is going to leave you better off, not worse off, in a way that's gonna move you toward resolution and feeling the way you wanna feel, not the way you're feeling during some kind of a situation like this. And if you think about these things ahead of time, the next time something happens, and I guarantee as terrible as it is, something bad's gonna happen in your life between now and when your life is over. Uh, it's the nature of our lives. It's the nature of living. It's the nature of humanity that we ebb and flow and ebb and flow and we go through these cycles and we go up and down and we can control how we respond to it. We can't control the events that happen in our life necessarily, but we can't always control our response to it. So what are some ways to cope with these crazy roller coaster things that happen? Now, why am I, why am I even caring about this topic? Because back just a decade ago, after thinking I was, you know, pretty wise and developed, I got myself into an emotional, unbearable situation that actually caused me to have a sudden cardiac arrest and, and die. Now, it didn't stick, I'm here to tell you about it, but I found after the fact, after I broke down my behavior and my thinking and my feeling during that time period in my life, I was not doing any of these things, none of them, and I was doing the exact opposite of them. I was, I was, and maybe I'll talk about that as I go through the, the list of 10 things, uh, what I was doing wrong and why that almost killed me permanently. I mean, once you die, you die normally, but some of us get a second chance. So I look at it as I got a second chance so that I could figure things out. I could understand myself and my life and my situation better and things like how to deal with unbearable situations and unbearable feelings. 
So what are some of the ways? Number one, find a different activity or a different hobby. Find something different to actually do. Uh, did I do that at the time I was um, experiencing? And, and I was going through a whole lot. I was going through menopause. I was um, having major challenges in my personal relationship. I was having business challenges. Had a bad business partner in one of the businesses we were involved in. And we was going through a court battle. Um, had one child in college, one child in high school, and we was having difficulties and challenges, you know, raising teenagers, raising college students. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on in my life, not just one area or one aspect. So the, the probability, I was like a chicken with my head cut off, running through my life, doing all the things I thought I should do, but not necessarily the things that felt right and were right for me. So finding a new hobby or an activity, yeah, that wasn't even an option. That wasn't even, that wouldn't even have hit my radar. But had I focused my attention in something positive, it would have gotten me out of thinking all the time how frustrated I was, how I didn't know what I was going to do, how I couldn't handle one more thing in my little red wagon. And I would have stopped overwhelming myself because I wouldn't have been thinking about everything that was wrong all the time. I would have been thinking about something that had nothing to do with all the things that were wrong and it was moving me in the direction I wanted to go. So number one, find a new activity, find a new hobby, find something to distract yourself from the feelings that you're feeling, the loss, the victimhood, the, the pain, that whatever it is. Um, number two, move your body. Get some exercise. Uh, walk, breathe, let the sunshine on your face, get outdoors, um, all of those things. Again, back then, 10 years ago, I had gotten into the point where I did the minimum physical activity to get by. I didn't go do anything anything I mean I, I parked my car as close as I possibly could I didn't walk every day I didn't exercise ever I never ever exercised on purpose back then but just not even it's not about exercising it's just about breathing moving your body changing your posture in some way shape or form automatically makes you feel differently you know you can try at any time just try changing how deeply you breathe it tends when we're upset or stressed out or um, say crying or, or or feeling negative anyways we tend to breathe like right in our chest really shallowly so if we just breathe all the way down as far as we can in our stomach and our diaphragm and take deep breaths and then breathe them out through our mouth take deep breaths in through your nose and then out through your mouth and I learned a bunch of, of strategies about breathing since then and different things maybe we'll talk about them in the in the get up and go challenge different ways to cope and calm yourself and and settle your emotions through breathing so the second one move your body find a different activity move your body third don't ruminate I love the word ruminate because it means like to um, to me it's it's kind of a cooking term where you um, make sauces and you let meats and things soak in their sauces and their juices to get more flavor the same thing happens with our emotions and our feelings. If we spend a whole lot of time reliving the past, reliving the situation, reliving the event or the trauma or the thing that upset us or hurt us um, over and over and over again, that's ruminating. We are, um, I, can't, I can't think of the term right now all of a sudden, um, we are seeping in our own juices. We are, we are just building upon and making a mountain out of a molehill sometimes by reliving an event so often I've caught myself, you know, you'll, you'll have a situation or a conversation with someone 
and it didn't go the way you wanted to. You know, somebody that you don't necessarily like or that hasn't been kind to you, they say something to you and you think, you know, two minutes later after you've walked away and the interaction's over, what you should have said, your comeback you should have said, and you didn't say it, and so you're kicking yourself because you didn't say it, and you replay that scene in your mind like a thousand times. Well, that's ruminating. That's just playing a broken record over and over and over again that hurts you. Better to pick a record or a memory from the past that makes you feel awesome and relive that over and over and over again so that you can marinate in that. That was the word I needed, by the way, marinate. Instead of ruminating in negativity, marinate in positivity and things that make you feel good. Uh, number four, stop telling the story. How often have you had a bad experience or been in a bad situation or had a trauma or an accident or something and you tell the story of it and it always makes you feel bad over and over and over again, not just to yourself, but to other people as well. You speak it out loud and tell that story. Stop telling that story. Stop doing it because you're reliving it and you're reliving the negative emotions of it every single time you think about it, every time you tell that story. So number four, stop telling the story. So we've got find a new activity, do something different, move your body, don't ruminate in it, don't keep thinking about it, stop telling the story and if you stop telling the story that'll help you to stop thinking about it these things all kind of build on each other so number five out of our 10 ways to cope with unbearable situations or unbearable actually unbearable feelings but a lot of times unbearable situations are what lead to the unbearable feelings um, number five keep a journal write it down i love to write things down as my vision has gotten worse over the years i write less but I still like to keep notes and, and read and write in journals, even though I can't read them, I still like to write in them. So keep a journal, write stuff down. And if you wanna burn it, burn it. I remember I burned my diaries from my early 20s after when I was gonna get married. I'm like, yeah, those have gotta go. I burned them all up. I'm um, Not because there was anything so controversial or bad in it, but I just didn't wanna keep them anymore. And I didn't want my husband reading them. I certainly didn't want my kids reading them someday, so I burned them all. I also burned all the letters that I sent to my husband when we were dating. Um, we decided to burn those together when we had my son. Um, but start keeping a journal. Start writing things down. Writing things down is very therapeutic. It's why I make lists. It's why people should make lists. It's like doing a brain dump. Getting all the stuff out of your head is very powerful in terms of it doesn't have to take up space. You're not going to be ruminating and thinking about it all the time. You're not going to be telling the story all the time because you're not going to have such instant access to it. If you write it down and journal, it helps to get it out of your system. Number six, have a good cry. Cry about it. Uh, I've never been a really big or good crier, but sometimes you just need to find a quiet place and just cry it out. Just cry out and feel the feelings that are unbearable and they're not gonna kill you. Just feel them so that they can work their way through and out of your body and out of your system once and for all. So have a good cry is number six. Number seven, open yourself up to other people. Let other people in. So often when we're going through an unbearable situation and, unbear and we're having unbearable feelings, it's because we convince ourselves that we're the only person in the planet, the only person in the world that has ever felt this way. Have you ever been hurt by someone or something and you automatically go inside yourself and you feel like you're the only one that's ever experienced this? Nowadays with the internet and things, it's pretty easy to find literally thousands and thousands if not millions of people that have had a similar experience 
and and hundreds or thousands of people that have had like almost the exact same experience as you it's pretty hard with you know seven and a half or so billion people on the planet now living now to think about all the billions of people that have lived before to think that you're the only one that's feeling the way you're feeling right now or that you've had the same experience and it's by isolating and separating ourselves that we feel that way so it's important to talk to other people to find other people to search out you can search out anonymously and go into all kinds of groups and and places and find people that have the exact same situation or problem as you i remember being super duper embarrassed and feeling like i was the only person in the whole wide world that ever had a, a significant other or a spouse that cheated on me my, my ex-husband had a girlfriend and I felt devastated and bad and alone like I was the only person that that had ever happened to and that somehow it was my fault absolutely BS right total poppycock but whenever anything bad happens in our life our automatic response as humans is to blame ourselves which is ridiculous so make sure you're connecting with other people let other people in either people that you know and love and care about that want to help or strangers go to the internet find people that have been in a situation like you read their posts you have a good cry while you're reading their posts and realize that as bad as you think your situation is right now so many millions of people have it worse than you do no matter how bad your situation is there are always people that have it worse than you do number eight make a list of what you're thankful for make a list of what you're grateful for we just talked about this a couple of days ago uh, the power of focusing on the things that are working in our life the the power of focusing on the things that are awesome and amazing in our life because sometimes when we're feeling unbearable feelings and we're we're dealing with a, a situation or a trauma or a heartbreak or something we forget about all the good things that are going on in our life and we need to just remember that and so make a list of those things I always keep a list of a couple different things on my refrigerator one a, a list of things I'm grateful for like the 10 biggest things I'm grateful for that I've always been grateful for and will always be grateful for um, I, I keep a list like that on my refrigerator and I also keep a list of what to do when I'm feeling bad or, or, or creative ways or activities or things to do that always make me feel awesome and make me feel good I've got a, a list of those two things on my refrigerator in a notebook that I carry around with me so whenever something bad happens just looking at the lists makes me feel better so take a minute it doesn't take long to knock off a couple of things that you're grateful for so that was uh, number eight write a list of things that you're grateful for number nine name it to tame it and I got this from uh, another person's list and by naming it meaning name what you're feeling and tomorrow sneak peek we're gonna talk about um, our emotional guidance system because within each one of us we have an emotional system that guides our feelings which guides our um, reactions and our energy in our body and that has a huge impact on the results and the outcomes of what we have in our lives so we're gonna talk about that tomorrow but today just name how you're feeling are you feeling angry are you feeling livid are you feeling mad are you feeling insane are you feeling homicidal are you feeling overwhelmed are you feeling frustrated naming how you're feeling is the first step in acknowledging what it is and, and sometimes we say oh I'm I'm um, 
I'm murderous. I just want to, you know, get revenge or I'm super angry. And then we realize, yeah, I'm not really feeling murderous. I'm not really feeling like getting revenge. I'm not that mad. I'm just more heartbroken and hurt than I actually am angry. So we can work through and really define how are we feeling? Are we are we out of control, unbearable feeling? Or is it something less than that? And, and that's what we want to know. But by naming how we're feeling, we can acknowledge it and then we can work through it. We can work through it. We can cry if we have to cry. We can do one of these other uh, nine things so far if we have to. We can do what we need to do to deal with these feelings, right? Because feelings are just our response to to events, right? Our, our response to experiences. And it, it's up to us to decide how we're going to react and respond to everything. And that includes our feelings. We automatically feel our feelings, but then it's up to us to decide what to do with that particular feeling. And number 10, we want to use our feelings to identify what we need the most. So we want to know what our feelings are so that we can set things up in a, for our, our success, right? So we know how to act, how to respond, what to do next. So we know what's gonna be right for us. We use our feelings, we don't let our feelings use us. And that is a huge shift. So often we just react and respond based on how we're feeling at any given time. And we don't actually stop, take a deep breath, consider, yeah, I'm feeling this way right now, but do I wanna keep feeling that way? Or do I wanna do something about it to choose the way I wanna feel? Now, every one of us wakes up sometimes feeling off or in a bad mood or something and we can let that ruin our whole day and we can make the whole day a bad experience or we can use one of these 10 things to say god i woke up on the wrong side of the bed today but i don't want it to ruin my whole day i got other stuff that's going to be awesome today if i don't stay in this frame of mind if i don't stay feeling like this is going to ruin my whole day so what i think it's powerful to have you know 10 things in your toolbox that you can call on to try to get you out of that, to get you controlling your emotions, not let your emotions control you. So that's our topic for today, 10 ways to deal with unbearable feelings. Tomorrow, already said, we're gonna talk about the emotional guidance system and how powerful that is in dealing with your feelings and choosing where you want to be and how you wanna respond and how you wanna show up in the world. That's it, that is our Setup for Success lesson for today. Go out, have an absolutely amazing day. Join us right here on the Get Up and Go Challenge page, October 1st through 31st for the next Get Up and Go Challenge. Our response to COVID, what, what to do to guarantee that you're always going to get better results after a change or a challenge, whether it's a positive change or a negative change. We want to have a system installed in a, in a framework in our subconscious that automatically causes us to do some of these things, to deal with change and sometimes unbearable feelings are part of change in a positive way that guarantees we have better results after the change than before the change. That's it. Have an awesome day. I'll of course be with you tomorrow.